Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, May 16th, 2022. Stand up for your country. We got a lot to tell you about today. And some of it's bad, like the shootings. You know, every time this happens in my career, and it seems to break out every four or five months on a mass level, um, it's just depressing because it hurts the country in every way. People overseas think we're a bunch of savages. Uh, people die, people get maimed uh, in the shootings themselves, and then the politicians run with it uh, in a crooked analysis designed to enhance their power. All of that always happens. It never doesn't happen. So now we're dealing with um, three shootings over the weekend, awful, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Now, the one thing that all three shootings have in common is the people who pull the trigger are psychotic. That means that they have no feeling for anybody else and they are violent people to boot. So they hurt you. They don't care. All right, that's what they do. The first shooting in uh, Buffalo was an act of terror. All right, so the 18-year-old who did it is a terrorist. His name is Peyton Gendron of Conklin, New York. Um, Total Loon was under psychiatric uh, evaluation a little bit earlier, a few months ago. So he shoots uh, 13 human beings, 10 are dead. 11 of the victims are black, two are white. He hunted the blacks. He went to Buffalo specifically to a black retail outlet and wanted to kill African-Americans. So why? Because... He's probably clinically insane, but he hated or hates blacks. Now, you can, I'm sure they'll examine him and they'll find out or whatever, but this is an act of terrorism. So I would want the federal government to prosecute this man. Number one, the feds have the death penalty. New York does not. And I don't believe in the death penalty myself, but I'm not imposing my beliefs on the system. So the federal government has a death penalty. Number two, he's a terrorist. It's not criminal. This isn't a crime of opportunity. This is an act of terror to sow discord among American citizens, which he has. So this guy, and this is what I don't get. I accept the fact that there are psychotics walking around and no matter what the government does, that's not going to change. Psychotics are going to be psychotics. And in a free society, psychotics are going to have an opportunity to get weapons. And that's not ever going to change. And the government's not going to be able to do anything about it other than provide as much security as possible against psychotics. But this guy's 18. So I have an 18-year-old son, and if he was under mental observation for making threats, as this guy was, Peyton Gendron, believe me, he wouldn't be able to get in a car and drive 200 miles anywhere. I doubt if I'd let him drive 10 miles by himself. But these parents, uh, and there he is, armed and dangerous, and off he goes. So I'd like to know a little bit about more about that. So anyway, look, act of terror, psychotic, feds should take it. 
Second, this is Milwaukee. Um, now, this is a totally different thing. 21 people shot in downtown Milwaukee after the Bucks lost to the Celtics. People took to the streets. Bang. 13 arrested. Two gangs were shooting at each other and whatever. Two gangs. All right. Uh, Ten guns confiscated by the cops. Nowhere in any of the local or national reporter is skin color mentioned. We couldn't find out. African-American or Hispanic-American, Caucasians, who should know? Is there any racial motive here at all? We'll say it took them 10 seconds to ID the white shooter in Buffalo shooting blacks. And that was fine. That should have happened because it was racially motivated. What's this? Milwaukee. What is it? They won't say. We suspect it's African-Americans primarily in this shooting spree. Now, a miracle, no deaths. 21 wounded, no deaths. Well, why, why aren't you telling us who's shooting? You got arrested, you arrested 13 of them, you know. You Milwaukee authorities, we Milwaukee mayor, Milwaukee media knows, they know. Nothing, blackout. Because they don't want to put out that black gangs are shooting thousands of people from coast to coast. They don't want to report it. And it's the truth. Now, this has no linkage to the poor people being shot, who I suspect, in this case, 21, are African-American, most of them. I suspect they are. Now, how we came to that conclusion is the geographical location of the shootings in Milwaukee. They are in the black neighborhoods. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'll apologize tomorrow. I mean, I don't even know if we'll ever know. We have to. No perp walk here. We don't know anything. It's just maddening. But I know that the media does not want to show black perpetrators. Period. The third shooting was personal. Geneva Presbyterian Church, Southern California, Laguna Woods. Guy walks in, shoots four Asian men. Okay, one person dead. Uh, the guy was David Chow, a Taiwanese of Las Vegas. This was a Taiwanese church. This is personal. Now, they had to put it out because of the names of the victims and the shooter were all Asian. So they put out the Asian. All right, the authorities put that out. And they put out white shooting black in Buffalo, but not black shooting black in Milwaukee. Amazing. Response. Okay. First, President Biden. Go. I've been receiving updates from my team in the White House that's in close contact with the Justice Department. We're still gathering the facts. While already the Justice Department has stated publicly that it is investigating the matter as a hate crime, racially motivated act of white supremacy and violent extremism. White supremacy. That's what Biden wants. That's the narrative he wants. Okay? White supremacy. This guy was 18 years old. 
the psychotic who shot up the store in Buffalo. White supremacy? Was he looking at radical Nazi stuff? Probably. He's a loon. But that's what Biden wants. That's the narrative he wants. White supremacists. Second is Liz Cheney uh, on a tweet. Uh, Quote, the House GOP leadership has enabled white nationalism, white supremacy, and anti-Semitism. History has taught us that what begins with words ends in far worse. GOP leaders must renounce and reject these views and those who hold them, unquote. Well, Cheney now knows she's going to lose her race to be reelected in Wyoming, and she's just lashing out at her party as she lashed out at Trump. Good riddance to her. All right. Third, the media. CNN, Jim Acosta. Go. Derek, uh, I mean, you teed up my next question because, as we mentioned, so many of these mass shooters have been motivated uh, by this insane theory that they need to save the white race. Uh, But this idea isn't something that just exists on the dark fringes of the Internet. As you know, this rhetoric has been mainstreamed by right wing media figures like Fox's Tucker Carlson. Okay, so let's review. So Biden uses these terrible deaths to push his political strategy of demonizing white supremacists who should be demonized, but I'm not convinced there's a huge white supremacist movement and Biden thinks there is. Second, Cheney attacks her own party because she knows she's done as a Republican congresswoman. Third, Acosta attacks Fox News and Carlson because he knows nobody watches CNN and Fox News wipes them out four or five to one every day. So all three of these people use the deaths, the violent deaths in Buffalo to advance their hatred and their stupid causes. Okay, just so you know. All right, Biden didn't do anything today. Uh, he had a Greek independence thing. He's having dinner with the president of uh, Prime Minister of Greece. I hope they have fun. I'd like a little baklava myself uh, as dessert if uh, you want to send some over. Now he's going, Biden is, to Buffalo tomorrow to uh, meet with the families of the victims. Good. I would do it if I were president. I would do it. Biden's doing the right thing by going to Buffalo. Then he should get on Air Force One, go to Milwaukee, right? And meet with some of the family members there, right? No, not going to Milwaukee. Don't want to go near Milwaukee or Chicago or any of the big cities that black people are losing their lives because black gangs are killing them. Biden don't want to go there. Not going. Go to Buffalo. White supremacists there. Not going to drug gangs, African-American drug gangs in Milwaukee. No. What hypocrisy, huh? I mean, I can't lay it out any more vividly than this. I can't. Horrible. Biden's job approval, lowest at the NBC poll, and the NBC poll likes Biden. 1,000 adults, Democrat, 38, Republican, 38, Independent, 14. Now, you may have noticed that all the polls are much more balanced now than they used to be. Did you notice that? It's me. I'm the only one in the country who brought that out 
for the last two years that the polls were rigged because they were asking more liberal Democrats than conservative Republicans. Now NBC, oh, we're going to open it up. We're going to divide it equally. All right. Job approval for uh, Joe Biden, 39 percent. Lowest number ever. Disapproved 56 percent. But it's really it's really 61 percent. But 5% of people won't say anything bad about Biden. They don't like him, but they just won't say anything bad about him because they voted for him. That's what's going on there. Now, the reason that Biden is so unpopular in this country now isn't because of white supremacy or that he doesn't do anything in the Oval Office or Putin or uh, Roe v. Wade. It's not. The reason this man is losing the faith of the American people is the economy, and in particular, inflation. That's it. That'll be the main thing in November. In the midterm elections, you're paying 10% inflation going up. It's going to go up to about 12 by Labor Day. Under Trump, 1.4%. So inflation is killing the Biden administration. So I asked myself, find me a guy who can explain why inflation is up in 16 months, about 9% over Trump. And we came up with a man named Brian Riedel, who's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. He's an expert on budget tax and economic policy. He joins us now from Mount Vernon, Virginia, where George Washington lived. All right, Brian, even you have to explain it so even I understand it. 16 months, 1.4 to about 10. Why? Well, we, we're taught in school the basics that inflation is caused by too much money chasing too few goods. And what happened was primarily during the pandemic, the Federal Reserve poured in $4.8 trillion into the economy. $4.8 trillion. Where did a lot of that end up? mostly in the stimulus bills. We had the CARES Act. We had, even worse, the American Rescue Plan of $1.9 trillion that handed out trillions of dollars in new benefits. What ended up happening, of course, was they did this at the very time when supply was constrained. So you have businesses producing less because the pandemic, their workers aren't there. We're importing less from China because they're shut down over there, but yet we're giving people trillions of dollars with no place to spend it. So when you have all these trillions of dollars, $4.8 trillion in new cash, but businesses not able to produce $4.8 trillion worth of goods and services, what you're gonna get is shortages, price hikes, and inflation. And the Biden administration, is, is pouring it on. The American Rescue Plan last year was $1.9 trillion. Um, they were warned at the time that that was gonna drive up inflation. You also have tariffs. You have expensive new regulations coming out of Washington that are all piling on and making okay. it worse. Now, you had the, the same situation under Trump though. Trump okayed a lot of payments to people uh, and the supply was totally shut down in the USA in April of 2020. Everything mm -hmm. stopped, but Trump kept inflation at 
Mm-hmm. How come? The reason, yeah, but the, 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 the couple things happened. First, the money the Federal Reserve poured into the economy, it took a while for people to spend it. Uh, the first month that all the rebates came out, the savings rate in America went from 8% to 32%. So at first, a lot of it was just kind of sitting in bank accounts. Also, a part of the reason it's, it's worse now is at that point, the economy was really dipping and it could actually use a little bit new spending. The thing that made the American Rescue Plan a year ago so dangerous is that the economy was actually recovering. At the time of the American Rescue Plan, we were told the economy was producing $400 billion less than its capacity. It had closed the gap to $400 billion. So what did lawmakers do? They shot a $1.9 trillion bazooka at a $400 billion gap okay. in the so economy. So they flood the market with money. So people have more money to spend and, and then higher prices can happen because they're willing to spend. But you didn't exactly. say anything about the attack on the oil industry by Biden. So as soon now, as he did that, the first day he was in office, the oil futures market, which dictates what we all pay at the pump yeah. overseas, all over the world, goes, whoom, the United States is going to cut down their oil industry and they'll have to buy more oil in order to cover the less oil being harvested. Mm -hmm. So we're going to raise the prices of a barrel of oil. How much did that impact inflation? That significantly impacted inflation. In fact, uh, gas prices are up 44% in the past year, and there's really no sign of them dropping. Now, a little bit of that is because people used to be driving less during the pandemic. But even compared to before the pandemic, oil prices have gone through the roof. Gas prices are up 44%. And it's in part because, as you say, they're not giving permits to people and the companies. They're to not harvesting oil. It's much harder to harvest oil now than it was under Trump. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that Joe Biden has any clue about economics at all? There's there's not much sign. Um, he has made so many gaffes on economic policy. He is if the fact checkers were paying attention um, a, a year ago, he promised that his economic plan would create 19 million jobs, even though there were only seven million people projected to be unemployed. The fact checkers who were actually paying attention went to town. He has made gaff after gaff after gaff on economics and on inflation. All he's really talking about is corporate greed causing inflation, right. which his own economic advisors dismiss. Don't, don't forget Putin, the Putin price rise. The Putin price. Putin did it. Somehow Putin managed to cause inflation that began a year before the war in Ukraine. I, I so there's a time machine apparently in Washington. Okay, so you would agree with me that Biden just doesn't have any clue on economics, doesn't know that macroeconomics from a microeconomics, inflation from deflation, he doesn't know. But you would assume that his advisors would know, right? His advisors, in fact, his head of the Council of Economic Advisors is one of my former professors. She's a very smart woman, Cecilia Rouse. And what I have heard about White House deliberations is that the economists in the White House understand that what the president is saying is not true. They understand the greed narrative 
is not true, but they've been overruled by the political advisors in the White House because the polling shows that people want to blame corporate greed for inflation as if corporates haven't, corporations haven't always been greedy. <laughs> corporations were greedy when inflation they just was got low, greedy. they're greedy right. now. All right. Now, I think this is the end of the Biden administration, just like the Carter administration blew up uh, because Jimmy Carter didn't know anything about economics. I think the same thing is in play with Joe Biden. Last word. You think I'll be proved correct? I think if inflation is not solved, there is very little chance he can survive this. And unfortunately for him, even if inflation does drop, real wages are dropping and people aren't going to get that back in the next year or two. No, And they have no clue to to solve the inflation, uh, raising interest rates will just strangle the economy into a recession. The Fed knows that. Um, so what a mess. Hey, Brian, we really appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, and I did understand everything you said. It was great. I, I really appreciate that. Thanks. We'll talk again, I hope. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. All right. Karine Jean-Pierre, new White House press secretary. There's Karine. How are you doing? Um, most radical race baiter in the country, I think. Clearly the most radical left press secretary. I think she might be the most radical race baiter in the country, worse than anybody at MSNBC. Um, so she takes over from the queen of propaganda, Jen Psaki, who goes over to MSNBC. It's kind of a pipeline there, makes millions of dollars over there. So Corrine uh, comes in. Now let me back up uh, my criticism of Miss uh, Jean-Pierre. Uh, here's what she said, March 15, 2020. Go. When you look at Fox News, Fox News was racist before coronavirus. They are racist during the coronavirus. Fox News will be racist after the coronavirus. So there is nothing new here. Everybody at Fox News is racist. Everybody. The New York Post wrote an article, and I cited in my message of the day, if you'd like to read it on BillOReilly.com, it's free. You don't have to be a premium member. You can just go and read it every morning. That... 43 times on television, Miss um, Jean-Pierre has called somebody a racist or something a racist. 43 times. Okay, here's when she, uh, this is February 22nd, 2019, talking about President Obama. Go. When he got elected, I think people thought we were in a post-racial America, and we were not. I think what we learned is that racism was very much real and still very much around. And and the obstruction that he saw, the... um, uh, this the horrible racist rhetoric of uh, of having a black family in the White House was very clear that you felt the hate and you saw the hate. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see the hate. I didn't I didn't hear um, the horrible racist rhetoric of having a black family in a White House. I, I, I don't know. I do this for a living every day. I don't live on the neo-Nazi websites. I don't do that. But I, I my life. I know thousands of people. I never heard that. Not one time. So we have a race baiter, a person who's going to use the race card uh, if she disagrees with you as the White House press secretary. All right. Why? Why? Now, I'm going to say something provocative, but I believe it's true. So no rational president would put a far left, remember this, um, Jean-Pierre used to be the spokesperson for Move On. 
This is as far left as you get. Can't get any further left than she is. No rational president would put someone like that as her press secretary. Right? Who would do that? No one. I don't think Biden on a day-to-day basis now can process any information. If he were sitting here with me, I'd go, why did you do that? Why did you put Miss Jean-Pierre in that? You know, she's, she doesn't like white people. She doesn't like the country. Calling the country racist. She doesn't like us. Why are you doing that? Biden couldn't answer the question. He'd probably deny that Jean-Pierre doesn't like her country, even though she says quite clearly is a horrible racist rhetoric. It was everywhere. Well, number one, I didn't hear it. And number two, you don't say that about a country you love. Because it isn't true. So if, if Biden were sitting here right next to me in a chair and I said, Mr. President, with all due respect, this woman is is far left and doesn't like the United States. Why would you appoint her? He wouldn't know. Now, I know some of you are going to write me, oh, it's a big conspiracy, and Biden's all what to ruin a country. No. He can't process information. He doesn't know who Corrine is. He doesn't know what she said in the past. He has no blanking clue what he's doing. Now, how horrifying is this? He doesn't know. And I'm not giving him a pass. He's that impaired. Where do you see? Where do you see? Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus... Their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Women's March. All right. I don't like these women. I don't like how strident they are. The new thing is, instead of white supremacy, it's male supremacy. I don't like them. But they weren't violent. They didn't destroy. They had their marches on May 14th. They were peaceful. These marches were scheduled before the Alito leak in the Supreme Court. You got to give them that. And I will. Nancy Pelosi, I don't like her. (laughs) In fact, I've said on this broadcast, I think she's evil. Because she knows better. 82, she knows better. Here's what she says uh, 
about the women's thing. Go. I mean, the point is, is who would have ever suspected that a creature like Donald Trump would become president of the United States, waiving a list of judges that he would appoint, therefore getting the support of the far right and appointing those anti-freedom justices to the court. Creature? Imagine if you called Barack Obama a creature. Imagine. Anti-freedom justices. This is the Speaker of the House. This is the Democratic Party. Not a party guy. NPR. Don't like them. <laughs> they are, the, of all the media, the most ardent pro-abortion outfit. National Public Radio. In the last two weeks since Alito broke, has it been two weeks, 10 days? They haven't had one pro-life spokesperson on NPR that we can find. Roll tape. Anything that talks about criminalizing or banning abortion or contraception, inherently, that is supremacist, it's extremist, and it's important that we don't fall into their own self-framing around that. Supremacists again. Where are all these supremacists? So we're not talking about contraception. That's not in play. The abortion pill is not contraception. It's a destructive medical device. Not contraception. Okay, so we're not talking about that. So she lies there, this woman, Alex DeBronco, executive director, research on male supremacism. Yes. Research on male supremacism. So you're white supremacism, now you have male supremacism. So if you're against uh, abortion, if you are pro-life, male supremacist. Now, if you're a woman who's pro-life, I, I, don't, I don't know how that, they'll find something. All right, let's go overseas. So Putin's got another loss. Both Finland and Sweden look like they're going to join NATO. Now, why does this matter? Well, Finland is a border with uh, Russia. The NATO can put all kinds of equipment in Finland now if they join up. Sweden forever has been neutral, uh, except for the Vikings. Vikings weren't neutral. They would kill you. There was no neutrality there, those Vikings. But ever since the Vikings, Sweden, they don't want to get involved. But now they hate Putin. So you get two more NATO countries. Now, the reason that Putin invaded Ukraine was... He didn't want Ukraine to go into NATO, which it wasn't going to do anyway. But now he's got Finland and Sweden going into NATO because he invaded Ukraine. Way to go, Vlad. Now, the United Kingdom's defense ministry. I don't have a name on this, so you can take it for what it's worth. I don't use anonymous sources. Anyway. It says that Russia has lost a third of its ground combat forces in Ukraine in the three months of the war. Wow. As many as 150,000 troops are believed to have been deployed by Putin in Ukraine. That would be 50,000 troops gone? I don't think so. I don't think it's that high. 
I could be wrong. We don't get any uh, reporting out of there, so we don't know, but that seems mighty high. All right, let's go to uh, California. Feel sorry for you guys living out there. So there's a new bill, 866, minors vaccine consent. The California State Senate has passed the bill would allow children 12 and older to get vaxxed without their parents' consent. This is another brick in the wall of undermining the traditional family, undermining parents. Why not want their kids to get vaxxed? Does it make sense? You can do it. You don't have to tell your folks. Same thing on abortion. They don't want that. Don't want a parent notification. Nope. Undermining family, California. Okay, there's a little measure of revenge for me. So now, United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby says they don't have enough pilots so they can't get the planes off the ground. And not only United, but all American Airlines don't have enough pilots. So remember when I was battling JetBlue? If you don't remember, roll the tape. The reason that my flight got delayed from JFK to Turks Caicos for five hours is JetBlue didn't have a pilot. And they lied about it. They knew they didn't have a pilot, and they kept people sitting there for five hours. There you go. And now, oh, we don't, now they tell us. Durham trial begins today. Jury uh, selection, opening arguments tomorrow. We're on it. We're watching. I can't predict it. I don't know, but it's interesting. And this is if you just joining the uh, human race, uh, a Clinton campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, charged with lying to the FBI about the bogus Russian collusion stuff, where he tried to convince the FBI that Trump did something with Russia. It was all false. Now he's charged. And there's a linkage between Sussman and the Hillary Clinton campaign. But we don't know if that's going to come out. That's where we are. Corporate greed, big company CEOs pay is now 14.7 million highest ever CEOs. Top five, Peter Kern, Expedia, 295 million. David Zaslav, Warner Brothers Discovery, that's CNN, 216 million. Bill McDermott, ServiceNow, 162 million. Tim Cook, Apple, 82 million. Jamie Dimon, JP Morgan Chase, 78 million. Better get that stock up, Jamie, for 78 million. Greed is plenty of corporate greed. No shortage of it. You know it. I know it. All right. This day in history, May 16th, 2014, Barbara Walters signed off the air. She is now, this day, 92 years old. As you know, some of you know, I'm friends with Barbara Walters. Roll the tape. America heads to the polls in just 28 days. In last week's debate, as we said, has President Obama and Governor Romney neck and neck. So it's the perfect time for a visit from who else but Bill O'Reilly, who also has a new book. You can clap in a minute about, <laughs> about a tragic chapter in American history. The book is called Killing Kennedy. So please welcome back Bill O'Reilly.
loud. They kiss us all. Joy just said, we don't kiss him, do we? Because I, I think Sean Hannity, we might have kissed him. Just saying. <laughs> I have okay. chapped lips. Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, we were, we were just talking about, uh, about Lincoln and the, and the new film. And, of course, you have a bestseller. Uh, about uh, killing Lincoln, and now you have a new bestseller about killing Kennedy, which we're going to have time to... to I'm sorry, all my jewels are falling. My right. fake earrings are falling off. Um, Barbara was always respectful and very nice, and I feel bad. She's not in good health. As I said, she's 92 years old, and she signed off this day, May 16th, 2014, forever. Uh, probably the most successful female journalist of all time and, you know, broke all kinds of barriers down, had a rough time of it, too. Barbara's a tough lady. But what Harry Reasoner did to her, you know, I respect Barbara. All right. We got a good mail segment, a final thought about your life coming up. We'll be back in a moment. Everything is expensive these days. You know that the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's go to the mail. Ralph and Joan Stewart, Sayville, New York. Hey, Bill, we're taking your advice. We talk to our progressive and liberal friends. We don't mention names. No Trump, no Biden. We just ask questions to help them think about the issues without attacking them. Seems to be working. There you go. Just make it generic. Say, hey, how's that inflation doing? Yeah, how's your finance? You doing okay? They'll get it. You don't have to hammer them over the head with it. Mario Valpo, Indiana. This is Mario Ruiz. Bill, unless I missed it, I haven't heard you mention the 2000 Mules documentary. I have not seen it. I'm familiar with uh, Trust the Vote in Texas. I know what Dinesh D'Souza was getting at, but I haven't seen it. I heard it was interesting, did very well. I made money, but, you know, it's very hard for me to take three hours and, and watch something like that. Um, that's all I can tell you. Barbara Wojanowski, Wilmington, Delaware, asked one of the Catholic priests 
that I know why he doesn't discuss abortion laws from the pulpit. He said it was because the bishops fear loss of government tax exempt status. Phony excuse. Abortion is a theological issue for the Catholic Church. Just explain the theology. They're not being genuine with you, Barbara. Jeffrey DuPont, Frankston, Wyoming. I wake up to mostly bad news every day. Gives me solace is the no spin news. The truth you put out, Bill, keeps me balanced. Well, that's why we're here. Spread the word. You know, some people, we have a 90% retention rate in our premium and concierge members, which is unheard of. But a few people are feeling the pinch financially. But I'd say, look, you're going to save more money watching me than you would ever save anywhere else. Susan Meadows, Springfield, Missouri, your new book, Killing the Killers, needs to come with a warming. Remember to breathe. I found myself holding my breath, waiting to read what was coming next. I'm glad we uh, got your attention. Stephen, on Limerick Day last week, I have a limerick about Joe Biden. We're stuck with old President Joe, incompetent, feeble, and slow. He's hurting our nation with massive inflation. His voters shall reap what they sow. That's pretty good. I mean, I'm, despite the editorial content, that's a good limerick. All right. Father's Day coming up. We got a special announcement Thursday. I hope Dad. But Killing the Killers, you want to get that for Dad? And you want the mugs to stand up for your country mugs. You want those for Dad? And you want to tell Dad not to use the word of the day, honey fuggle. H-O-N-E-Y-F-U-G-G-L-E, real word, no honey fuggle. Back with a final thought in a moment. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, here's the final thought of the day. I uh, try to be kind, and I don't always succeed. But in life, kindness, number one virtue. Kindness. Number one, what happens when you're kind to someone and they take advantage of your kindness? Then what? What do you do? So that's happened to me a number of times. I go out of my way to do something nice and special for someone who took advantage of it. Well, here's what I do. I call them on it. And sometimes that's not kind. I don't yell. I just say, maybe we want to think about this. Write that phrase down. Maybe we want to think about this. And then you tell a person, gently, no yelling, how you believe they're taking advantage of you. Because I'll tell you what, most people in this world, most kind people in this world, are taking advantage of it. 
They are. I see it every day. It happens to me. To me. And I'm fierce. Still do it. But don't reply in kind. But you should let the people who are taking advantage of you know that you know. And then the kindness recedes a little bit. Not revenge, not retribution. You don't have to earn kindness. You should be kind to people when you can. You don't have to earn it. But when they don't appreciate the kindness, then another factor comes in. You see, it's a little complicated, but I want to tell you about that because I can't tell you how many good people I know who are being taken advantage of. If I see it apart from myself, I tell the kind person. I pull them aside and say, hey, this is what's happening. Don't be a doormat. Thank you for watching and listening to The No Spin News. We will see you tomorrow.